Hello and welcome to another episode of The Modern Nerd. I'm Tim Bolin. I'm some merchandise. I'm GJC. And we are, as always, massive nerds. Now, we are back finally after a brief two to three week hiatus. Uh, um, some, of us were out, some of us were out of town. Not my fault. Some of us were just uh, not put watching that on me because I was out of town. It's fine. It's some of us were caught up on everything. It's all good. It's How all are you going to put that on me? I was ready to go. One of them, I asked every one week. Of them was on me last week. I said, I'm not doing it this week. So it's all good. It's <laughs> all good. You see um, this? But we're back and we've got plenty of stuff to talk about. Um, all exciting things. Um, at least three shows, at least a few shows to go over and possibly. A fourth? We'll see how it goes, depending on time. We're trying to keep these to an hour. I just got my standard uh, boba delivery on uh, cam. That usually happens every episode. I'm I'm, I'm going to sit back because <laughs> this seems like we're in for the long haul. <laughs> so um, we are going to go over Stranger Things finale, the, the season four. Uh, Miss Marvel finally wrapped up, which uh, was a, a, a nice little thing. Uh, Thor, we all managed to see Thor before this recording. And if we have time, we're going to get to the boys. Now, I will preface, Dan hasn't seen it. Um, I will also preface all of this with spoilers. This is a full spoiler episode, uh, as if there ever were an episode where we don't spoil things. But this is spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen Stranger Things, Miss Marvel... Uh, Thor or the boys this season or this movie uh, please go watch those come back check out what you uh, get your opinion on them and then listen to ours and compare we'll compare notes in, in, in the comments it'll be great we'll have conversations like we're, we're all face to face like it was 2017 um, so um, I let's ooh, I don't know where to start because everybody has one thing they want to talk more about That's than great. the other so we should have discussed this, you know, in the preamble, but we didn't. So we're going to just go into Stranger Things, because I said so. Mm. Um, Stranger Things season four, part two, if you will. Uh, the last four hours of Stranger Things in two wonderfully long episodes. Um, I was a little concerned going into it because the last thing that did something like this was... Uh, Game of Thrones, and we all remember how that went. Um, I had a little bit more faith in the Duffer Brothers uh, than uh, those other two, uh, and they they did not let me down. Um, it definitely felt like four hours, but I enjoyed it. Um, I, I did truncate it, unfortunately. I had to step away. I watched the first episode. I watched, like... 40 minutes of the first episode and I didn't finish it right off the bat. So I had to sit back down and watch the last like half hour, 20 minutes, whatever it would be, which kind of, eh, it, it messed up my viewing, but I still was able to get into it and, and, and feel the, the emotions going into the final part, the two and a half hour long series season finale, which man, they did everything they possibly could in those four hours. And they they really didn't leave a whole lot on the table they in in that they set everything up for the next season and they set it up very clearly for the next season which they really haven't done too much in the previous seasons this one is like it may as well have just said to be continued at the very end because it it really feels like they're just going to dive into it hit the ground running in the next one so hopefully they started running up that road 
right? Okay. Hopefully they they it would have been great if they had started filming and everything, but we know they haven't, which is like I got to breathe on that one because it's just going to take it takes so long to make these yeah. shows with this budget and you know, they're still everyone's still battling um covid and have to go through procedures so it's it still takes longer than it used to four or five years ago so now we got to wait another year at minimum before we get this but that being said um i had a great time going through all of stranger things till the very end um it it changed from the beginning to the end it felt like the beginning the first half of the season really felt like this old school kind of stranger things like it really did feel old school like like the kind of horror base uh, uh kind of building on the suspense and kind of digging into that a little bit more and then it changed and was a little bit more action and a little bit more emotional um i really was tied in with these characters we're in the fourth season now even with the new character eddie munson i was still really involved and invested in this character and and it was uh, you know, it was a payoff. It wasn't what anyone wanted, but knew was coming. And and uh, uh, in in one of the, my opinion, in one of the grandest fashions of, of a scene, as you can see on our layout here, there was a, a Metallica concert on the top of a trailer in the middle of a red lightning storm being chased by bats. Like, I don't, giant weird creatures. I don't know what else you want from something like that it was it check 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 every little box on my list of um, awesome ways to go to, out to survive that yeah that would have been nice yeah <laughs> um and, and to survive after it, when he died the only gripe i have about that is when he died he didn't need to be distracting them anymore like the distraction had already played its part and he yeah, could have stopped he, and yeah. hit. That was the only kind of... I was like, why is he still... Whatever. He, he had it. something to prove still, and so sure. he did. And and that was that was the whole thing. You've got Eddie Munson, who in the 80s, uh, when D&D was gaining traction and uh, some mainstream attention, it really was considered one of the, you know, like a cult following. It was, it was mm. stuff of Satan. You know, Gygax was the Antichrist and like... There was so much hate that there was like a religious group going after them to try and slander the name of anyone that was playing it because they thought it's not what they believe in. It must send people to hell. It's a whole nother conversations, but um, they did a great job in tying that narrative into the story to give people who grew up in that era something else to latch on to, to really feel a part of this story, which I liked. Um who is the the bad guy? I don't even remember his name. Vecna. He got one. What? No, 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 no. The the um, Chrissy's ex boyfriend. The oh, the jock, the head of the basketball the, the, team, the twenty five year old. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, he got one of the most unceremoniously just brush off your shoulder deaths I've seen in this show in a long time. Did anybody I catch mean... it? Like, yeah, I I caught it, and I at that point I was so heart I was so heartbroken that I was like, I don't care. Like, if this is really happening, if Max is really dead, and right Oof. after Eddie's death, which was fucking devastating, I was like, great, like too little, too late for this, like what should have been a very satisfying death. Uh, so yeah. I mean, ultimately, you know, we saw what happened at the end, so we're you know we're not sure what's going to happen ultimately with Max, but uh yeah i don't know that was that should have come earlier when it would have been a little bit more like gratifying to the audience like 
I was too heartbroken in the moment. Yeah, like, I, I really wanted something satisfying. Like I wanted, I it, it it's not in character for anybody in the show. I wanted Lucas to beat him to death. But just like <laughs> just <laughs> literally not been <laughs> to a pulp. It would have been amazing. No, it wouldn't have been good if they were all. Man, that Max scene was. I was just like, yeah, just Max. crying. And right just, after Eddie. Right, right after Eddie, that was Which, I was like, you're not gonna. Do, I, I it was, that almost in a way made me think, okay, to do this two in a row, yeah. something's going to happen. I don't think they would do that. I personally. just, it, I felt like it was a disservice to Eddie because it was an emotional beat for Eddie. Don't get me wrong, but with Max, like a core member of the group at this point, I was just like, wow, like now it just completely kind of overshadowed the last scene because it really. There, it felt more, you know, there was, you know, it was Lucas and uh, L was watching like through the mind, whatever the piggyback and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, to me, that's just where I'm coming from. Um, not everyone's going to see it that way. And, and that's fine. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they kind of went in the direction they did with Max, where I guess Eleven can sort of bring people back from the dead kind of now. That's a thing she can do, I guess. Bit much, but. I'll take it because I'd at least she's not like that. I'm okay. Let's go. Let's run a marathon. You know she's yeah, like right, still right, like right. recovering and and all that. So, Oof, but I guess I guess it speaks to that we didn't really fully, maybe Al didn't really fully discover her powers until this moment and had to be thrown back in because now she truly knows who she is. She went through was it Nina that that um, machine where she's sensory deprivation and had to relive her own memories and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And like re, we find out finally what. Well, we found out at the end of the part one what happened with her uh, and and one, I guess, and Vecna, uh, in that she opened like it looks like she opened the first gate to send him into the upside down. So, I guess she realized her true potential. So maybe that's you know, explored nah, some of that. Sure, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah I, I loved I loved the way they they did it. It really. There was a, there's too many good scenes. I'm gonna have to come back. Um, <laughs> someone else go. I, I I'm just gonna pick apart the whole fucking thing. I have thing a few and we'll random things that for... you didn't mention that I thought do it please about, that I enjoyed. Uh, pizza saves the day, dude. Like the fucking pizza yeah. dude using his like <laughs> using his pizza connections to save the day, dude, so and funny. and get get eleven in that big. I mean, it just it's funny how like free pizza dude. Yeah, like there's things free that. Pizza, dude. You know, you know, there's something. There's a reason why certain characters are inter introduced now. Like, there is definitely a formula in this show, right? You're going to introduce some people, and like, there's a good chance new people will die. And that's just something we've come to know on shows like this in general. But, um, I think when he showed up on the show and he was like following me, I'm like, something is going to come from this pizza dude. I don't know why, yeah. other than the van that he's providing, which is mighty important because mode of transportation, let's be honest. Like they drove across America in that van. So I, I knew that there was going to be something to do. Like there's, I love the little foreshadowing of it. Cause they're, you know, they see another one of the pizza places when they drive by and they're like, Hey, yeah. I didn't know we were out of here. Like, you know, it's My just dude. It, yeah, like dude, like but dude, like you My know, dude. It's I just, would love to help you, but like I'm supposed to go okay, hang out with my lady. Yeah, My like dude, dude, you think we're gonna do this for? We're giving you um, nothing. Yeah, like it was just, needed comedy relief. Yeah, uh, it was during a pretty and, heavy know, season. So there, yeah, there was that. I love, I love the fact that 
I don't know if we talked about it last time, but also like Susie was in it and, Su- and they were like, are you going to like, and Susie's like the smartest person they know because and they're like, are you Susie's gonna still not with the gang, by I the know, way, which she, is hilarious. Not, like, come on, get her in there. Like, off eventually. Right. I guess so. Yeah. But I feel like it's great because they're like, are you going to com- be like, are you going to argue with like a genius, like a literal genius? Like, <laughs> I loved it. I love the respect. That's good. Um, was good. I guess I understand like, I think like Vecna had to have even a higher the character itself, not before you found out even who he was, that he had to have like a higher um, stake than just being like, quote unquote, uh, a five star general, if you will. Something there was more to it because you kind of <laughs> saw that little okay, bit of foreshadowing course. when Hopper saw the Wisp, and you're like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. like. How did they get that here? Why is that even here? Right. Like, is that the mind flare? Yeah, What's like that looks right a now? lot like a lot of what you see. Like, it's weird because for the first time you saw something that wasn't just the Hellhound, right? You, you know, that was a Chumagorbin. Like most Demi-Gorgon? of the time, yeah, we saw the Chumagorbin Chumacabra? or whatever you call it. You saw that instead, the little hounds instead of the the the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And finally, whatever. I was a little bit disappointed, like. I don't know if anyone remembers what happened in season two. Do you remember what happened in season two? With I barely them? remember what happened in season. That was the demi dog season. With okay, so Stranger Things. There was a there was an episode where Elle goes to Chicago. Yes, and she finds somebody else who has a, another escaped yes. child who has that, and like well, we right. like have conveniently forgotten this character, and we haven't seen her ever since. I think she's number well, five. Well, that's because. That's probably the most shit on uh, <laughs> Stranger Things scene or like like sequence in all the show's history. Mm-hmm. Everyone like constantly is saying like this was completely unnecessary. What is with this makeover she got? Um, and while I more or less agree, I do think they t- were trying to go for something with this other character they introduced. And I think since it was so poorly received, I think they kind of just, you know, let, let it, it fade out into the wow. gar- into the darkness, unfortunately, which that's is too so bad because I was curious to see. I was what curious might come too. With that. Um, but that's kind of my inclination. I don't know if that for a fact, but that's just what I'm. Doing. We'll see. Well, I, I hope that some that eventually pays off. But also, yeah, it's mostly Susie, and of course, all the stuff that Tim said about Eddie and all that. I mean, I, the guy's freaking yeah. amazing. God. He's he's like that character, and the actor did such a great job with that character, oh, and like just so absolutely. Like Full lunacy of, of that character. Watch one of my favorite parts is when they're looking for music and she's listing off all his tapes, and she's like, "What is this? I need music." And he like hands her a handful. It's like this is music. That's like, like that's oh, that's me since I was like 14, 15 yeah. years old trying to explain punk rock to people. I'm like, no, it's music. My parents are like, I don't understand. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Oh man. Um, man, I had something and then I and then I lost it. Um, yeah, I think it's really funny how and this isn't the only show to do it. How like only a couple of adults really understand what's happening. Like this whole mm-hmm. season was this manhunt for Eddie Munson, mm-hmm. right? Um, thinking that he's killed these people and like these kids, they know what happened. Obviously, you know the the Hellfire Club. They they understand what's going on, but there's so much like national press about Hawkins that like it it just makes it like for moments for me just just a little bit, and then probably the next scene will pull me back where I'm like, this is not really that believable. Like they when they're all in the room in in um 
someone's house like i want to say it's like nancy's house or um the wheelers i feel like it's the wheelers house and mm-hmm. they're being interrogated by the cops like one by one this is a few episodes ago um they talk to max right. and then they let him go they're just like able to walk around the house freely yeah, that was, and there's like, a lot of things let them out that, and but... i was like there's it's just there's moments like that where I'm like, all right, you got to move the story along so I get it. Yeah. But like, you know, there's it's like, why have that scene if you're just going to mm-hmm. just skip yeah. it? But other than that, like it's it's still like it's it's it. Stranger Things is the saving grace for Netflix because they really don't have anything else going wow. on and they're losing they're losing subscribers left and right they're upping their prices they're getting rid of password sharing and stranger things is keeping people with it and so i think secretly i think you know conspiracy theory alert that they re- delayed the push uh, uh the release date of stranger things to give people something to want so that they wouldn't leave okay. and then next year we get one last one and then what what yeah, are you gonna do? They're, like, they're, I feel like Witcher, The Witcher's yeah. your next best show, and they're they're, they're pushing a lot. Can only for, get you so far. That's the thing is, it's like, I think there is also a move for them to put on like better quality like movies too for themselves, like in studio and house movies. Like they want to have an Adam project like every quarter. Like that's the goal. They every do. quarter they, they want to have, have an Adam project movie. Like, I mean, a, but an Adam project is like a big, there. like an Adam project is like a very success. That's like their their bar. Right. Like that's a very successful, successful. Like it could have debuted in theaters and been successful. That's how good it was. You sure, know what probably, that's probably. the standard yeah. that they're trying so, to hit. Still haven't seen it. But yet, that's but... incredibly difficult for them because it's like they need to have the right formula. That was a perfect formula of like a balance of things, like actors, a nice script, like decently CGI'd, well I mean, done production, all that. Like so. It, it's... Getting extraction two and old guard two. What more do you want? Come on, I don't. Know. Those are so mediocre, dude. I know. <sighs> They're just so middle of the it's, road. It's, it's sad like... because all of those movies uh... have an element that is excellent. There sure. is an element in each of those where you're like, "Ooh, that action was super mm-hmm. cool and Definitely. super great." I don't give a fuck about literally anything else in this two-hour tragedy. But that's Netflix movies for you, dude. They yeah. are all so mediocre, middle of the road. I say, come out of it going, I say a eh. good a good thing they can start doing is like poaching, because like you know, like Lucifer is a good example of that. You know, like where a show that maybe has seen its like you know time end on a different network, but there's like a big enough following. To like just Hard. pick it up and save it for like an extra season to let the people close it out. Like that's what the, they did for Lucifer. They gave it two more seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it's it's like but like do they have the money for that and to do all their stuff? Like good it's, question. People are like they lost two million subscribers. I know it's the biggest like it's the biggest drop they've like, ever had. I mean, gotta give shows a chance, man. Like especially yeah. ones that like, have decent viewership. Smurge um, coming from yeah. the guy who said he didn't have much to say about canceled shows. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. I, I guess you're right. You're not wrong. I, I But it was more about, I mean, uh, all the shows they've canceled, I've been like, it's fine. Like, I'm not, you know, I mean, they're, besides, uh, obviously, Firefly, which I wasn't really privy to when it was airing, um, there hasn't really been a show that I've been like really into that's been canceled, and I went yeah. like that hasn't really happened to me. That's good so for that's you, actually. That's lucky for maybe, you. I guess I would say maybe Futurama for you. 
But I guess yeah. that ended though. They ended it well. But like, well, there's there are multiple shows that have ended and then come back or had something like Futurama's coming yeah. back again for a fourth time, third time. I'm not really sure at this point. Um, fourth time. Um, so you know, I uh, yeah, Futurama's probably the closest. But even then, I wasn't like, no, that's not true. That that's that season four ending of the initial Futurama was a little sad to not see. That season Brian six Lewis. where it was the the chopped up movies is bad the first the first one is good then there's big score is good yeah that's but like but Uh, the fact that like they made it into a like a season yeah i don't know why they did that um but whatever um so stranger things uh i you were calling me and george touched on it um about you know where has vecna been this whole time like it's you know uh you'll hear me gripe a lot about uh, the show lost style of writing. Like, man, we don't know what'll happen. We'll figure something out for next season. Do we have a full blown, full blown plan? Nah, we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. And I was concerned that that was what was happening here. Um, and you could still argue that they didn't have this full plan initially because we haven't really gotten a hint of Vecna uh, until this season. Nevertheless, uh, they brought it home. And it was a very large setup of, I was like, who is this guy? Like, why do we care? Why is it always all of a sudden have to be like a human type dude all of a sudden, like to give a shit? And um, well, the reason is to give a villain a voice and for monologues, because that's, you know, it's important. You know, it's good to hear a drive for a villain. too many giant CGI creatures. So. Right. And with not with no understanding or explanation as to how or why. And now we know all of that. Uh, and I it was, you know, I was I said before, this was feeling a little like season seven of Game of Thrones because I was just kind of like, it's good. I don't know what people are talking about saying this is the greatest season ever so far. Like, it just seems kind of like I just didn't feel as as powerful and as impactful to me as previous seasons. But uh, it was everything was riding on the part two. And they delivered, uh, and then some. Turns out it was more like a season six of Game of Thrones <laughs> uh, for me. Uh, it, they brought it home, and we got an explanation. Though I'm still a little misty, and Tim, I think, said to me, "I'm, I'm not sure if he was the mind flare or he was commanding the mind flare." Yeah, that's it's a little. It's a I little misty there. Be, I think that'll be d- developed more in the next season. Okay. Is missed, I, think, uh, but I, I think. I think. I think that the, whatever the, like the mist is is alive. It's already like it's a creature of some sort, or it's already a living mm. kind of being, or a collection of beings. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. a, it's like a hive. Sure. It's like you know ants or whatever. You know, you know, think of it that way, like a hive kind of mentality, but also individuals. And I think that's how okay. he's doing it, like because it, it it seems like it might be kind of almost their version of insects, like on their planet, and like a swarm of them. And so he's like somehow took control of the swarm and he uses that as like his ability of like the mind flare you know and turns it into that spider that he's been drawing his whole life and though even though they didn't directly address it i do think that there was a reason uh besides rescuing hopper for the whole russia sequence and them cloning these beasts is because that could lead us to believe that there's cloning happening elsewhere Mm-hmm. And I dare I say that we might see Vecna summoning uh, a massive army to take on who knows what uh, that in you know uh, in the in the next season, uh, unbeknownst to people cloning him, that he's they're actually making him more soldiers for his army. 
Um, so that maybe that'll play out, maybe it won't, but that's a fascinating thing to, to think may about. I, may I read something uh, sure. on a Stranger Things wiki? Um, it is relevant. So uh, it's a couple... It, bear with me, it's not too long. It says, The earliest form of the Mind Flayer was discovered by Vecna in 1979 following his banishment to the Upside Down. This version of the Mind Flayer was a storm-like mass of shadowy particles, or mist. It is not known if the mist possessed its own independent will or consciousness. Henry, Vecna, used his powers to reconstitute the mist into a form that satisfied him. A giant, spider-like entity with a flame-shaped head, not unlike a similar creature he had fantasized about as a child. Vecna, Vecna first actively attempted to take over the world in 1984, acting through the Mind Flayer. He possessed Will Byers and an army of adolescent demigorgons or demi-dogs. So it. it's kind of both. It's like he it, it was there and it was an entity, but he kind of gave it shape literally and figur figuratively where he purposed it as opposed to it just sort of existing. So okay, that's that's, that, that's, that's good enough that's for what me. We have there, and, and, and that's I, great because that also leaves it open to you know ch you know some sort of change if they decide to yeah. go with it in the next season. Um, I think honestly, something that's been I can't stop thinking about, and I don't know if the answer is simple or not. I can't, I can't help but feel like, it, or maybe this is obvious, and I don't know. Did did eleven inadvertently? create the upside down when she sent Henry to this dimension. Did uh, this thing exist before she did that? I'm looking at that. Yeah. Um, it, it, this is, this didn't come from a wiki, but it was an article where it is at least in this opinion or whatever it was, uh, it, it existed and she simply pushed him there. Yeah. Pushed him into it. I think yeah. the theory kind of is that these people, and again, this is just a wild internet theory are getting their power through the upside down. Like it is what's in allowing them to have these powers. I don't know. That was again a wild internet theory. It, it seems make to make sense that, that the mind flayer or the upside down has amplified Vecna in a sense. So hey, you know, we'll has see. some great in input. Uh do not feel like she created it, but she sent him there and he is forming it. Duffer said they'd delve into it more in season five. I think, yeah, I so. I, that's that makes sense to me. Like, it was like kind of this barely a something. And with Vecna in it now, it is much more of what we know yeah. it to be today. Yeah. Um, and that's fascinating uh, to me. Um, it's like why it's stuck in 1984. Ooh, even more fascinating still. Um, I hope they delve into that more, like why it's like a few years behind the current day. And anyway, that's the whole... There's still a lot of mystery to be uncovered here, and I'm really glad there's a whole new season. And based on how they've brought it home in arguably uh, one of the most emotional uh, series finales that I can think of recently, uh, I have no reason to believe that they won't deliver again uh, next season. Um, it's good. The five seasons is good. They've they've been churning out basically miniature movies per episode, which I'm very grateful for. Uh, especially since I feel like I've been swimming through just show after show where it feels nothing feels like it's been given enough time. Everything feels rushed or forced or fast forwarded. And I didn't feel like that once uh, I, again. And I've never really felt like that in Stranger Things, to be fair. And um, I was I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Uh, it what a God, what a powerful 
powerful season finale uh to have you know uh they you know i almost <laughs> me being me the introduction to eddie munson i i was just kind of like who the fuck is this yeah. dude this dude's in this dude's a metal dude but he's also very like he's a D dude like did this kind of person even exist like oh, but yeah. It, I, I, yeah i mean of course it did but i just was sort of like who is this dynamo like fucking <laughs> like stealing the show and uh he you know he was a great character and he did gave an amazing performance and you know he was scared and vulnerable when he needed to be and he was brave though maybe a little unnecessarily at the end uh just because we all wanted to see him we wanted to see more of eddie munson we all we all grew to love him in a short amount of time and that's a big testament to not just the writers but the performer as well um and i am was very very sad there were a lot of tears shed for eddie munson uh you know <laughs> getting a little choked up yeah seriously what's feeling feeling it yeah, man, I'm choking up just talking about it. What a, and I mean, but what a way to go! Uh, as long as he was there for a purpose, uh, and he had an epic ending, I that's I suppose reticently good enough for me. Um, man, the decision to have it not too long after the almost supposed death of Max was like, I guy was like, no, fuck you, fuck you, no, like I I wasn't accepting it because, and in a way, I kind of like spoiled it for myself, like, oh they would they dare i mean maybe they weren't aware of how well liked eddie munson would be but uh, like they wouldn't give us a like a major character death right after a very beloved one almost as much as bob from season two uh and so that kind of made me go okay she's not sam Sam white sorry um and uh (laughs) so i maybe you know was taken out a little bit for over the moment but it is still super heavy so many tears shed um and i am intrigued to see what happens with max moving forward yeah. uh they talked about somebody said that when vecna kills you he doesn't just kill you he absorbs you mm-hmm. can't help but think was he halfway through his process of yeah. killing max and maybe she is still alive but her consciousness her her soul is still trapped with vecna and that's why when 11 goes into you know max's mind is like max like so is so maybe season five along with the whatever is really going to happen doesn't 11 scream while she's in her head like she sees something and it terrifies her or is that am i remembering a different no no that's there's nothing there's literally nothing and that makes leads me to believe that along with whatever what I'm assuming will be a grand battle of sorts in the next season will be the rescue of, of Max's consciousness from Vecna Do you think somehow? they'll have to fight a negative version of Max, like an like a, a Vecna version of Max? Like the, the thing that he took is in some other body? I hope not. That'd be <laughs> funny. That would be, I, I, I hope that's not, an emotional but... beat for a battle. Like true, but it would have to be in Vecna's mind only, so it would only be eleven versus her. Uh, so I don't know about that. I mean, that'll definitely um, come up then. Now that you sure, say. or or oh god, god forbid, he puts her consciousness into one of his beasts into the mind. That's what flare. I said. Oh, I didn't know what that you meant. That's I thought you I meant, meant like Max, like a negative. I thought you meant I just meant, I pictured like I pictured like like Nega Scott no, from the, like from yeah, that's, 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 that's what I meant. But it's cool like guy. It's actually, in... they had a lot in common. 
No, hey, is he all right? Yeah, you know, it's all right. Maybe, maybe we can hang out. The closest thing I could do would be like, is there's a Doctor Who reference, but, um, but so, yeah. Um, anyway, very, very happy they brought it home. Yeah. I was a little concerned uh, initially, but damn, season finale like that makes you love television. Yeah. My my only final thought on it for me it was the only other negative I can come up with was it the end felt like it was given what I call um the return of the king treatment where it had like four endings and it <laughs> i it, love it, return of the king i love multiple endings <laughs> i hate the end of that movie like passionately it it's it's no. dumb no it's dumb um no. it, it, like right. it, you have this goodbye and then you have another goodbye and then we need it there's the goodbye but it's like the same fucking characters every time anyway yeah but it's with so with with this it it was like you know, uh, Max's death, and then oh, you know, she, she does her thing, and then you know, two days later, wait, what happened in those two days? Why is everyone so fucking calm and just hanging out and doing yeah. like, here's a shelter, and here's you know, helping people? Like these kids would be arrested; they would not have rights anymore. Like they mm. were uh, associates of someone that the. That that they have now the national news has said Hellfire Club and Eddie Munson and like just, just it just it 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 felt like it the, the last fine. ending it was where was it they were at in the cabin they all had the reunion and they're all like you know, oh yeah it's happy Hopper's back and that's great and then it was like another ending where it was somewhere else and it just it just kept ending only problem with it and it's not even that huge of one because I still when they revealed like the giant storm and that, you know, it looks like they're coming to Hawkins. I was like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yes. This is going to be amazing. Like finally, everyone's going to realize that it wasn't, well, maybe they'll find a reason to blame Eddie Munson again, because religious zealots, I'm not going to get into it, but um, yeah, it's, it, I'm still excited. So my one, that was my, like my one biggest downside to anything that happened in the season. And it's like, it's not going to make me go. I'm never watching this shit again. Cause yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Any final thoughts, George? Or are we moving on? We, we got to move on. All right. So um, <laughs> let's dive longer than we should <laughs> talk for this about 40 for, minutes. For, yeah. For strange things. Let's dive straight into, we'll leave Thor for last and we'll right. dive into uh, Miss Marvel season finale. If you haven't heard us talk about the rest of the season, Go back, listen to some of the earlier episodes. We've dove into most of them, if not like two at a time or one at a time. Um, they, we, we, we all love this show and and have highs and lows. Some love it more than others, but nobody here hates it, so that's a that's a good thing. This is rare for us to all actually. I feel like with Stranger Things, we all loved it too. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I was bragging on it for the first part. Sure, sure, sure. Which is yeah. fine. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh. George, you're probably going to have a little bit more to say. So let's, let's, I want to hear what you have to say and see if I have any points to jump off of you. Okay. Um, I think like this is, this show is like, in many ways, it's, uh, it's, I understand it's like attempt is that it wants to like open it wide to like a larger audience of, you know, not just inclusion, but also like a younger audience. And that's what the show is for. And notably, well, I'll talk about it more with Thor, but I think in general, we notice that there is a younger 
generation of Marvel superheroes that are coming in, whether they're teens, younger kids in general. So it's it's not out of the realm possibility. We're going to see something similar to like a Young Avengers or a new cast of Avengers soon, led by probably someone like Spider-Man or, you know, like an someone who comes from the previous generation, but is younger, you know, as well. So that's that that that's in the cards. Um, and I think you see that, especially with like Miss Marvel, is that she's going to be somebody who they're going to lean heavily on. I think just because of her connection to the larger franchises and also like it's their first tiptoe. And he, she's like the first step that, that they have on Disney plus. That's like, this is for that new generation of people who are younger generation of people that Marvel's trying to appeal to. And they did a really, really good job. And what's funny is, is that it's not just so good in the sense that it's good to appeal to that younger generation. Cause I think they did a good job in that, but there's enough like things that they put in the show that appeal to actually like us too, that like we call back. And one of the like finer pieces, and this is so random, but I think one of the finer points of that is like, there's a scene at the very end of the episode in the last finale where they have Cameron's car and Nakia goes, get in losers, we're getting shawarma. And <laughs> if you don't like, there's a lot of kids who they were trying to target that show to would not know what that reference is. That references is two references in one shawarma, which yeah, is, is like one of the oldest Avengers references and how they would know about shawarma is I think maybe they, there's stories, you know, about it later on, but I don't know if they even know, you know, themselves, the characters know about the shawarma joke, but the, the funny thing is, is she's, that's like a line out of mean girls. She literally is paraphrasing mean girls, but like, Maybe the younger generation hasn't really seen that or would have picked that up. But like someone our generation, and, you know, would definitely pick that up. Like, so it's, it's just like there's a lot of little things that are like, like I say, for like the adults that are watching the show as well. And it's enough that mm -hmm. it doesn't detract from the the general theme of the show and the direction of the show, which is fine. Like they knew they had a goal that they were shooting for. And they, they I think they knocked it out of the ballpark. All the things that Disney wanted them to do at, with that, that show, I think they did a, they. They, they please their Disney overlords. Do you know what I'm saying? But they still manage to do a really great show in the process. And, and that fine balance is so incredibly difficult, especially with the six episodes you're given with the amount of pressure that you get from Disney and all that to put on Disney plus it's just it for, for, for having to handle that, that, that amount of expectation and still do, and doing this good of a job, I think is commendable. And, you know, like I don't, I, like it's not even so much about the finer details because I know it's the little details that make up the larger show, but like in general, you could look at the show in general and could be like, this is like maybe the best show they put out in a really, really long time. Like compared to some of the stuff that they've come out, the one that I think like I enjoyed, and I know it get, it's getting a, there's a lot of flack as there is always is for the show too. And like a lot of behind the scenes stuff, which I think like it's just undue criticism like a lot of it, it I think is just like, it it's is, just hate. It's, it's just hate, racism. honestly. Yeah. It's just racist racism, hate. Sexism. Which and like which is something I'm sad to say, you know, we're faced with in like in the entertainment these days. It's just like pure racism and hate because they don't like seeing like a brown girl be a superhero. And that's really what it comes down to. Whatever like pretense that they have and other like criticism they have about the show is undoed and it's always unscaled because they're putting her at a different it's the same thing that happened with Star Wars and Obi Wan. They're putting her at a different Yeah like standard than a regular quote unquote, like white superhero that they are so incredibly used to seeing. So she's a, she and a, she already is like become a big part of like the Marvel 
franchise as well because if you didn't know a lot of the new rides that they have have already incorporated a character like on the disney cruise the disney wish which just launched this like two weeks ago for its first voyage there's a there's a a section of it where it's like miss marvel shows up on like the deck and like she's like she's part of the rides already so she's here to stay and like that's just it means so much and i think it, it, it you know this is just yeah the show's a great introduction of that i don't know what else more to say it's interesting to that point because Miss Marvel has done well in the comics. Right. The comic has sold sold very well, and it 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 shows two things here: uh, that comic audiences and TV audiences are very different people mm-hmm. and very different groups of people. And I think obviously Marvel is trying to Disney is trying to grab that comic book audience and put them in the TV show, and I commend them for that. Uh, I think that would be great. Uh, and those are probably the the most positive reviews are coming from that people. But as far as the show goes, when you look at just like the audience, it's not as big as it's it's the lowest watched show that they have for Marvel, which is disappointing. It really mm-hmm. is because, as you were saying, it is the lowest watched one, not because it's a bad show, because people are insecure uh, uh, with their own everything. They're racist. They don't want to see a woman superhero. They don't want to see a teenage superhero. They want like it's just. They expect they go into it with all preconceived notions of what a show and what they think a superhero should be. It's why it's why before say what you will about the the 2016 Ghostbusters movie, it's why it was doomed before it went in is because people had a preconceived notion of what the Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters were. So it received hate just because of the women. And once the movie came out, I like it, but whatever, we're not getting into that. Um, it, it it it's disappointing from so many people in that call themselves Marvel fans that call themselves comic book fans that call themselves movie fans or anything, because they're not, they're fans of seeing themselves represented on TV. It's old white men, white men of all ages are all they want is their own representation. And it's sad and depressing because people like, I think uh, uh, Imran Vellani, is that how you say your last name? She was excellent. She did Um, great. You know, as as this it, like a very awkward teenager who I think everybody can relate to. Everyone goes through an awkward phase as a teenager, kind of getting something special, learning about her history, learning about her family, learning about her culture, and then learning about having superpowers on top of that, and then tackling school, tackling uh, you know racial identity and everything within a larger uh, idea. Like it, it I don't see how this you know couldn't have been more perfectly written like she did great great. bringing all those motions she had these moments where she just really as like a comic book person and as as wanting marvel i'm like oh i want to see the the action and the fight but i'm like but it 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 changes it turns into her kind of questioning things and her kind of using something other than just brute force to kind of uh, uh go at the situation which you don't see outside that much anymore and and it's 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 good. It's smart. It's well written. Um, so you know, I I was very happy to see them. All the surrounding cast was great, except for weirdly, except for the older white people in the show were fucking terrible. The the the, the agents, they were the DODC, so, so they were horrible. The they they made no what was sense. That haircut. It, it just, just really shouldn't. Bad it, villains. It, it's honestly like it. <laughs> 
the old adage is the the hero or the movie the show is only as good as its villain and they had a horrible final villain in the dodc it they just were bad bad act over the top acting bad writing yeah, i don't weird. understand I don't, yeah it. whatever they did that a bazooka <laughs> right like what they did though with it was made it not about them which i liked they made it more about her and kamran and bruno yeah. and yeah, nakia sure. and and everyone kind of that was the real struggle and the other one was it, you know she was going up against incompetence and and it kind of was written so that she Home she couldn't style. fail <laughs> yeah she couldn't fail right in the sense that like all she had to do was just go against whatever the dodc was doing because they were so bad that yeah anyone going against them would seem like the hero which was a nice way to give her the um support of the people you know but she already had the support of the people because they're literally her people um so other than that i really did enjoy the show um this this finale i was really curious going into it because they had a pretty in my opinion episode five had a pretty good ending like with her going and 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 defeating the what was her name i can't remember her name uh but the the celestines the jinn we'll go with that the clandestines. No? no the no. clandestines um clandestines thank you um but you you know you have that ending and i was like oh i'm like they're the real villains here like they're the true threat to this situation and they just defeated them in episode five what the hell are you gonna do in episode six and so you know but they did good because it was more about again setting up the next generation kamran and helping him and like the fact that she didn't just give up on him really was what makes a good core of a hero you know there's Mm -hmm. so many others that probably would have written him off helped the dodc capture him and sent him away but i saved the day everybody's safe i'm like it's not about safety it's about helping and you can't help somebody by throwing him into the system because that doesn't help shit um so it they did a great job with that um i I thought it was very good the only other sour note i have is the tonal shift from one two and a little bit of three to four five and six i i think they could have done all of this and kept that tone of the first couple of episodes where you have all this elaborate writing on the walls and fun kind of features and like they had it in every episode but it was like just this little bit the only part they had in this one was the sketches for the plan of how they're gonna you know go uh, we don't got time for you to write shit down on a chalkboard like like... so it was also did anyone was anyone like Zoe, what the hell is she doing here? All yeah, there's yeah, a lot of convenient little things, yeah. but I mean, I understand. It was like the court, actually. And then, like, our brother it shows was a up. And we're moment. Like, okay, I it. like, I don't Total care. Moment. And then oh, yeah, it had, it had were... the Spider Man feel to it, too, you know, where the science nerds or whatever got together and, like, yeah, but saved it, the day. It, it hit the baseballs at him. It'll yeah. definitely fend off these dudes with super futuristic guns. Yeah. It's like, all right, they hit the beats. If you Fine. if you if, if you ignore some of the finer details and moments, everything was great. And I mean, and I, I I will rewatch this again. I've only rewatched one of the shows, and that's WandaVision. I'll probably give Loki another watch. I'll give this another watch. I might give Moon Knight another watch because it's I, I want to see if I can put other pieces together. But I mean, it, you know, we're going to talk about the some of the endings though, right? Of the show. Oh yeah. Okay. So. Right. Yeah. They definitely played some X Men in there. 
which was that like, means she's like you your your oh, anatomy okay. was mutated yeah they literally yeah. played yeah. x-men which i got real i got i got it again i got goosebumps i was like because oh they said God, the word said mutation bruno which has who would have thought bruno is the no character no. The first yeah. person to utter mutation in the whole entire MCU is Bruno. It's not mutant. It's mutation. Yeah, I'll take but still, it. mutation. But yeah. Still, like I'm, I was like, this is. It, it's so small, and it's such a minute moment, yeah. but it has massive implications. And, X, to, and the fact the is, is, we nerds. see Charles, and they don't say Charles is a mutant. We just say our leader of like you know, they just say he's the leader of the X Men or whatever. Professor I don't even think Xavier. they say that. Yeah, they, they just, just say Professor Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. Char like, you should know who Charles Xavier is, no matter which yeah. universe you're in. <laughs> Disney but, really getting their money's worth yeah, out of that little soundbite. No, 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 no. Anything. Yeah. You know? Well, they're and dropping so, X Men 97 next yeah, year. So. Right. So right. they don't even say anything except for play that. And and then also, of course, we all we all talked about who we thought would make the cameo. I said, yeah. I said, I kind of said it could be Ant Man because I was like, I think Ant Man. If it's not, you know, the obvious, then Ant-Man, because he was mentioned to. a shit ton for some weird reason. And he has a podcast, so it'd be funny if she, like, did a podcast with him at the end or something, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> but either way. Uh, I didn't think it, there were going to be any cameos. My, you didn't my think there would be cameos. any cameos? There haven't have been any. Miss Marvel any cameo. cameo. I thought because Manicor, Manicor, Manicor Rambo setting, might have setting up, up, you know, whatever happens in the miss, in the movies. So yeah, in the Marvels, which cool. is really cool, I think. But I it's... Yeah. It, it's another thing to let us know that she's solidly entrenched in the MCU fabric. You know, aside from all the stuff yeah. that they've done, like I said, sure. adding to the ship ride and Disney properties. Now she, yeah. you know, she's like this kicks her off because she literally is just taking places with Captain Marvel. Like they've just swapped places from the looks of it. It'll be interesting. It'll so be wherever interesting Captain Marvel where was, that's where Captain she Marvel is. was. Yeah, yeah. So I hope that's where it opens be, up as her. Yeah, that in... that would be amazing if that's how the show, you know, the movie opens up is because when Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, or the Marvels comes out, like anyone who hasn't seen Miss Marvel will probably go back to watch it and find out like before the, sh the movie airs. So that's something. Um, Hopefully, I'm 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 excited. I I don't know. It, I think it, people. It, I think this is it's sad. Like Tim said, I didn't get the views, but. That is sad, and it's I don't know why that is. I, I hope that changes that moving forward. Uh, but it, you know, I definitely found myself uh, cutting this show more slack than I normally would. Of course, and that's because I'm rooting for her, like, and not just not just you know the character, but you know for the actor and for like shows like this in general. And yeah. it's I, charming in, in its own way. It is charming, and it's it's I you know I mean there were definitely another prime example of a show that needed more time for for things to happen. I mean things just kind of kept happening. You're just like ah, okay, this is happening now, and there's a lot of that. And but ultimately it didn't matter to me. I still I still enjoyed the ride. I think it was fun and. Um, and I'm rooting for Kamala Khan and Jordan. Yeah. So that's a, that's that's a very interesting point. If 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 I may transition, uh, do you have more, or can I transition? We can move on. Nah, that's fine. We, we got to move so on. So to, to Dan's point, in that uh, he's root. I'm setting you up here, guy. It to to Dan's rooting for Kamala and going into it with that, let's call it suspension of disbelief. And allowing himself to to just be like, you know what, that's fine. I'll let that go and I'll enjoy the show. I want to know if you can put that lens on now 
and tell me about Thor Love and Thunder. And 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 see if you can look at everything else through those same lenses. Because historically, Dan has has disliked other things, not liked as much. Let's go with not liked as much. Because I don't want to say you hate things, because that's 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 a gross understatement. Uh or, or overstatement. Uh he's not liked it as much as say me, who let's be honest, I love everything. Um I just want to know you know give me rose colored lenses and see what we can do it's a little it's a science experiment with smirch ladies and gentlemen it's something good about it (laughs) it's what he's asking you i said it before i'll say again the bar has been raised and the bar has been set for some time now i want to be clear about that like i we we had iron man and and thor and captain america i'm kind of like okay you know whatever i'll take what i can get we're getting superheroes on screen. We're going to get the Avengers assembling someday. That's exciting. And then the Avengers, Captain America, Winter Soldier, like, and then all of a sudden, like, oh my God, like these are really good. And not just Dr. like Strange good in the out. moment, Dr. Strange, so many good, even like even Avengers age of Ultron, not the greatest, still really good. Like, I, only not that great because of everything that was surrounding it. And you, you could say I could, could apply that to Thor, but like you think about Thor three, Thor three, in my opinion, I don't know one top five, maybe uh, of Marvel movies. It, that was amazing. And you're like, okay, we got the same director. We got like everyone returning. We got Natalie Portman coming back to like, to do something awesome. Keep Why was this working? Keep it going. Why wasn't this working? Why why did it work? What worked? What worked? What, what worked? Okay. The goats. <laughs> goats. <laughs> um, the goats. The goats. Yes, the goats yes, were the goats yes. were, were effective in their comedy. The comedy what? worked. The comedic moments worked in this movie. Uh Russell Crowe worked. I, I think. That. Did he? Uh, yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, sort of. What? What was that? What? Okay, sure. Yeah, that's fun. It, I was entertained. I was entertained. I was uh, confusedly entertained. Are you not I was entertained? entertained. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> I, was, I was indeed entertained by this Greek version of Zeus. Uh, this sort of weirdly, but I mean, that's you know, what he would sound like. Well, maybe not exactly. Maybe who but he knows? wouldn't have. Whatever. He wouldn't sound American. Um, that is that is indeed true. Uh, but then you got to start saying, why does Thor sound Amer- You know, fucking Australian or not, not American, whatever. Because you can't do it. Like, opening doors, you kind of like you had to leave clothes. Yeah. Now you're kind of like, why do we get, we got like now just whatever. We, it was we fine. creeped into it. We're in the I room. Was, I was I was entertained uh, by that scene and the uh, action. The, CGI? Uh, action action was good i liked the whole uh her splitting up mjolnir into little bits oh, and coming cool. back got goosebumps when she first brought them all back together that was cool um, um uh the literal actual ending of the story um with him and the and his now adopted daughter is heartwarming and i you i, I love it i i really like i'm and uh, a non comic book character 
uh, now really part of the MCU with Thor moving forward. That's exciting to me. They can do what they want with her, and there's less pressure. And I, I think that's great. Um, I will Young say, Young Avenger, <laughs> right? Sure. I'm mo- moving moving forward. I, in actual, like in all seriousness, I did like the story. I the this story overall from a from an over glancing perspective was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me let me build on that real quick here. So, um, oh, that's hard. I, I may not be the best person to follow this up, but um, because I feel like what you liked, I I I liked. Okay, Thor: Love and Thunder to me felt like two movies. Because it was light, stupid Thor, dumb guy, big muscles, doing shit, lost in his ways, trying to figure shit out, comedy, Korg, goats. Enter Natalie Portman, and the whole tone of him shifts. He's no longer that lighthearted, doing whatever the hell he wants. He is faced with his choices that have, um, he's faced with his past. And it wasn't the most pleasant of moments in his past where he has to, he's, he's rekindling with, with uh, Natalie in what was, as you can see in, in their montage history, like, it, yeah, that makes sense that that's how that would go. You know, like they both dove into their work and nobody saw each other and then everybody well, left. They're kind of like you recap know? of what we didn't see. I liked that. Yeah, that was, that good. was good. Yeah, and, actually, and a lot it, of people, Korg gets a lot of, like, flack, you know, and I understand it's, like, it's a director putting himself into the movie, but sure, it's uh, like reasonably so, but he's gotten a lot of flack, re- you know, since, like, he showed up as a character, and, like, mm-hmm. people say a lot, but the thing is, is actually, like, they used him really well in this, in this like, yeah. movie. He was, like, they, the narrator. They used he, this version of Korg. Yeah, they, they used him well. really well in this version because, like, he fills in a lot of, like, the gap that you need. He's a he's a really good, like, because of that narration that he provided, it was a very good, like... Um, it reminds like, me of the scene in Frozen 2 with Olaf. Yeah, it's a good tool. It's a very good tool that they have in the film to, like, move the story yeah. progress and fill in the gaps that you needed. So I, I can yeah. appreciate the fact that he's not just a character to have a character that they like had a reason and it was a, he, he was done well in that yeah. sense i think i he just was. wanted to say he that. was <laughs> it, it, as far as this version of that character goes yes i i, I love having him on screen i love taika waititi so I'll, I'll i'll enjoy it um i i liked the comedy i was laughing i felt it was too much comedy for me in the beginning like it just was like I'm like, it, it, you need a balance, and I'll get into this in my next comment, but like, I as as the movie as a whole, it had two different feelings to it. I loved both parts of the feelings. You know what I mean? Like I liked them both. I feel like I feel like it was loosely stitched together in the center, uh, but it worked. And I had a good time. The second half was this emotional ride for me, uh, with you know, him with his ups and downs in the relationship with um, Natalie Portman, uh, the mighty Thor. I thought she was, fan- I, I, I loved her in this, in, in like figuring out like her catchphrases. I thought that was entertaining. Um, she looked the part. She made, she looked fantastic, uh, as the mighty Thor. Um, and her fight scenes, again, like you were saying to reiterate, were, were pretty cool. Um, uh, I thought the whole relationship between Thor and Mjolnir and, uh the axe that was a little weird 
but it's funny. I get it. It's fine. I, like these these things, these are more than just a tool, and they always kind of were. And that I, I kind of I can appreciate that it was done a little strangely. Um, Never but, like this. I mean, where did yeah. that come from? They experience jealousy now. Apparently, come on, man. I don't know. It was a little. It was a little much. But I, I, I still think. Uh, again, I'm, I'm able to just be like, keep going. But what do you got for me next? And then it just was more stuff. I was a little disappointed. I wanted more out of Gore. I thought Christian Bale. Yeah, dude. And he did well. There's nothing when he, but when he just, was on screen for a total yeah, just, there was no uh, 10 15 minutes. There was screen no time? god butcher in this movie. Um yeah. but uh you know and, and it and it again, you know, the movie brings up a, a gigantic plot holes for like seven other movies. But uh <laughs> that's neither here nor there and I can let that go. It's like it's like when when Cap goes back into time and all the plot holes that creates and I'm just like I don't care that was an amazing beautiful ending don't ruin it for me. Yeah. Um yeah. but like you <laughs> know with like the whole trick. eternity thing it's like why wouldn't they just do that instead of the infinity stones? Why wouldn't Thanos go find them and do the infinity stones? And so uh, whatever, I don't care. Um because it's too powerful of a thing, so I'm not going to I'm not going to bother with it. But ultimately like I really did I enjoyed the movie. I had fun. That that's all I want to do when I go into these movies is just just turn off my brain, go watch a giant Norse god get his entirety of his shirts flicked off and stand there naked for a while. Like it was weird, but like contractual uh, obligation at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude was the he uh, said more the biggest he's ever, he's been. ever been. Yeah. For anything. And I'm like, yeah, show it off, man. Like if I if that was me. I wouldn't wear anything ever. Why not? Um, but it was, it was, it was cool. If we look at, I'm going to do this real quick. I know it's too late. Thor as a whole suffers from the Star Wars effect. Um, if you look at one and two, they hold the same tone. And you look at three and four, they almost hold the same tone. But the tone has changed between three and four. It's like gotten goofier and he's gotten stupider. And it's weird. So you look at like, like they're all four movies. If you look at them as just four movies, they're all very disjointed movies. They don't tell. I know that there's other things that happen in between all of these, but like the tone doesn't tell a story. The tone of Iron Man one, two, and three tell a very coherent story. Love it or hate it. It's a very coherent story. The tone of all the Spider-Man movies tell a coherent story they feel like the same character every time you watch it if you go back and watch thor one and then you go back and watch this you're like i don't who was that in one and who is this right. in right. four they don't they're not the same person oh. character I mean, progression Taika Waititi. Just, exactly really like it. it's fine I, i'm i'm all for it but it's just it kind of it it's disjointed it, he's the first one to get four movies standalone mm. which i'm like that's awesome um that someone got it. Chris Hemsworth, I love him as this character. And I feel like the second half of this movie is more of the Thor that I want than I than the first half of this movie. Because the first half, he's just aloof, half drunk, blowing up temples with the guardians and being weird the whole time. I'm like, it's a, it just was a little too much me like if you just dial it back you're at a 10 i need you at like a seven and i'd be still a lot didn't happier change that much second half he was still kind of like yeah we're totally gonna come and uh save you guys like it'll be it'll be great it'll be great it'll be great 
And you're like, what? What are you? It was a little. It was a little tone. It was like down. when the that comedy worked, down. it worked. When it didn't work, it fucking stung. Like I yeah. was like cringing. Like it felt like I hate. I hate to say it. It really felt like to me that Taika Waititi was not the director for this movie. I think he's. I think he did a great job with Thor three, and I don't know if Kevin Feige is taking some much deserved time off and not being as heavy handed in these movies uh, in this first kind of rollout. But it there the comedy worked, but everything else felt very disjointed and pulled away from a lot of things. And I uh, I don't know. I, I don't think he was the right call for this uh, only only because of the success of Thor three, which. Again, great. I've, we have no reason to, to believe he couldn't do something at least close to it. Uh, I was pulled away most of this movie. Uh, the very beginning, I thought I was entertained. Uh, in the middle, I was wondering, what is what, what are you guys doing? And l- luckily, again, ending brought it home for the most part. So left the theater f- feeling pretty good. George. Um, George has yet George. to chime in. What do you, what do you got for us? You watched this yesterday, yesterday. and we I watched, watched it last the, night, so it's still really fresh in my mind. Um, yeah, let me. What do you got? I would say, I mean, us- some. I understand some of the parts that really pulled me out, and I understand why they did it because it looked cool. But is like Thor giving like his power to all the kids, and then yeah, them having weird. a temporary what? that yeah. really pulled me like, out. What? I was like, what is that? Huh? I didn't know that's you can just do that. He with... now can do that with you know yeah with Yomir like a weapon he's never used before. Yeah, like with just random. I don't very know. very stupid. Yeah, very weird. Um, but that that was weird. <laughs> that definitely pulled me out. But I I actually you know I enjoyed it for what it was. I wasn't like I'm again once again in the middle of Dan and Slice here. I I it was fine for what it is. I didn't go into it with very high expectations. I feel like we're on the same page right now, you yeah. and me, for okay. first well, time in a while. I I didn't go into it with very high expectations, but I would say I enjoyed it for what you know it was. The, the I think definitely Dan has points that it, there were a lot of parts that kind of like just pulled me out. Um, I understand why they created a new character too. I kind of like how the story ended because it did come home really yeah. nicely, and that's why they just known as Love and Thunder, which is like, ah, oh, they said the name of the title of the thingy, they did it, you know, which is great. Ah. But I like how it came together like that. That was actually kind of cool. Apparently um, that I love, like, love. the tone in many ways because, once again, it's like a very 80s tone, and the 80s music was like, it was a really pretty, it was music a pr- was pretty amazing music soundtrack, you know, and, like, yeah. I, I enjoyed the music of it. Um, let's see. I, w- I will say... I haven't enjoyed Guns N' Roses this much in a while. Yeah. Because they're then, like the single most overplayed anything ever. But then I was like, no, that was pretty epic, though. So and then, okay. yeah, I, I enjoyed the soundtrack. And then, uh, you can shout out to the Guardians, nice. you know, showing up for like a few minutes in it in the beginning, you know, whatever. It's uh, nice just to catch up with them what was the point i know but <laughs> it's because we last saw him with them so it was it like, be- yeah, right. t- it like was, we have well, to know what happened it was because james gunn was fired in this movie that movie was supposed to come out before thor so yeah that's well, really why that's that but you know yeah. they're there so whatever they get their few minutes you know and that's fine 
um it is funny it is just nice to see the guardians occasionally and see what's up with them just to catch up so i enjoy that Groot's still a teenager though what the hell come on man you're supposed to go uh, every couple like come on i'm like, more interested me... in like the little things that like this this movie kind of pointed out to the larger i guess pantheon and like hierarchy of like the cosmic mcu right you know this concept of like something like eternity which is like used a little bit differently in this movie than mm-hmm. it is in the comics you know, I think turning in the comics is actually like a, a being that seemed communal. This didn't seem like it was a being per se, but it was hard to say. It was a I don't being, know. Sort of. I don't know. Whatever. Being became <laughs> I'm fine wish. to move on with that. Yeah. But I love the part where they actually, before they get to the gate and go into it, there's that temple and you see all these things. Like we saw celestials at like yeah. the, the city of the gods, actually. We saw two of them yep. there. They're not the two main ones, but... Um, that we did them, see I some. thought we saw the red one with like the six eyes. I don't think Arisham was there. I think it was we had, two. We had the statue. The statue was the there. statue was Arisham in the hall. That was definitely Arisham, who's like the leader of the celestial. So it's interesting to see that they still want to put at least bring that part of the Eternals in. But I don't know if they'll ever use Eternals again. They will. I mean, they're they're going to never they will. a movie appearances yeah. and other I hope not. I hope not. It's too yeah, many no, people. So hi. So it's just going to be one or two characters from Eternals. Yeah, I hope so, not. Which is fine. Which is fine. Just give um, us appearances. They'll probably do fine like that. I'm fine with whatever. Um, honestly, but it's nice to see like the larger pantheon. It's cool to see like the so many different other gods of different like, you know, uh, just like backgrounds and, and religions. And even Korg's like, hey, there's the god of my people. Like, and then the guy's like, yay, <laughs> like shout out. You know, like it's funny that they have like different. Everybody has their own god, and they have this like place that they god all of hang dumplings. out. And yeah, I think it was a really missed opportunity for for uh, really missed opportunity for a lot of uh, other gods we could have seen. Instead, we, we got like random lot, made we up gods. No, we didn't see a lot. We didn't know. We saw uh, Bast, which is the Black Panther god. He, she was actually sitting really, okay. really close to them. You um, can probably about, see like, them in the background. I mean, what right, about like a lot Egyptian gods, Norse there, we gods? We did see some. It's just know, very, very other, hard to see. So many Greek and, and Roman gods that yeah. we could have nothing um, until. I love that they did drop in uh, Hercules before he, we even saw him. They said Hercules, and then they did say it in the, mo- in yeah, the movie. Yeah, they said Hercules before that, and then um, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Um, yeah. Also, he's never my favorite not, Marvel character. Not a lot of pressure. Yeah, not yeah, a lot of pressure. So, yeah. He could be his own thing, really, honestly. At least, yeah. um, at least it's not going to be The Rock. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and that they can always recast him. They've done it before. Oh, um, God. And then, yeah, just like the larger pantheon of gods and like the larger what it means. Oh, also in the hall, we saw a statue of the of, of a watcher, as well. If I don't know if you caught that in the hallway, there's definitely a watcher there. So you know that's just nice little Easter eggs in there of like people who are higher, maybe not full on, you know, eternity level, but what's below the eternity level gods, which is like you see celestials are there on par with like the watcher and all these other like almost cosmic gigantic beings. So it's like, when it's funny someone... to see there's different levels of godhood <laughs> almost. I want to know when a movie is going to acknowledge that there's a fucking giant celestial sticking out of one of the poles. It's going to be a good question. It's the, they dug themselves into a hole because maybe they want to wipe the, the history of what happened in Eternals from the map because of how, 
poorly received. Uh, so who knows? I just I missed the Eternals forward. podcast, and I it all happened say, in a bright. different universe. It didn't happen in ours. We're just gonna pretend that that happened. And move I want to say I was right because when Eternals came, all this hype leading up to Eternals, I was like, this movie. I'm gonna say it. It's the movie that's gonna bomb for for. You did. I did say you it. Did I said say this that. movie is gonna bomb. I said it's not just gonna do bad. I said it was gonna bomb, and I was right. He was. I mean, all right, George. You said your catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> Rogue One. I, we, 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 we all felt that way about about Guardians of the Galaxy as well. And I mean, mm. you know, we were proven wrong. So I, I don't know. If I, I did not feel that about Guardians. I, I, I didn't was know like anything about Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. You guys, come on. I didn't know man. anything about I, Guardians I went of the Galaxy. Guardians and being like, cool. The I tone never, of it, like the I didn't trailer, even know I was anything like, oh, about Guardians of the Galaxy, so I did not think it was going to bomb or do well. But from because there was not a lot of lead up to it as far as this, but like Eternals, I saw a lot of trailers and stuff like that, and all the hype around it. And I was like, this movie looks really bad. I don't know what it is, but it looks I had like higher really hopes bad. for Eternals. I knew it was going to do really bad. You know, like just here's my final hot take of the evening. I enjoyed Black Widow more than this real recent Thor. Oh, interesting. There's, there's your soundbite, ladies and gentlemen. Look for that on it, my Instagram stories. Movie. I kind of like it. I can I can see why you, you wouldn't say that. I did enjoy you know, Thor. I mean, it's... it's... It, there were no stakes in Black Widow, uh, and there's stuff that, you know, we can they can expand on from this movie, and that's fine. But as a movie, as enjoyability and watchability, Black Widow is more entertaining. Ooh. Uh, so we'll dive into that next time, ladies and gentlemen, because we are out of time. Um... Uh, <laughs> That is a statement, and we will talk about that again later. But we are out of time. Um, uh, quick up and coming. Uh, so we'll probably get, we're going to get back on our weekly schedule. So we'll have something else. I, I, I have probably talk, to talk about the boys about next week. <laughs> oh, the boys. Um, I know it'll be a little late, but we're going to talk about it. Um, but a quick cap here uh, of of things that are coming real quick. So the next stuff we're looking. F- forward to in the mcu there's going to be the i am groot series of shorts um that's just not even really worth much we have she hulk is the next big thing coming up on disney plus on august 17th so keep an eye out for that uh lots of controversy already behind that because of the cgi and all that stuff so interesting then we've got black panther wakanda forever um, which i'm going to go on the record for here's my hot take i'm not wild about the name of that movie i just think there could be better options than wakanda forever i i'm fine um i'm still excited to see it that's november 11th Um, title more of a tribute yeah i get that um guardians of the galaxy holiday special on disney plus um in late 2022 (laughs) so they're gonna have like a little short which is basically just gonna be like an intro i I, my guess is it's gonna be like in, in between where we saw them here in Thor to set up the movie. Those holiday specials have, almost... have history of always being good. I I'm looking forward to this one. I think it'll be interesting. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania in February. So we're we're into 2023, and then Guardians Volume Three in May of 2023. The Marvels is exactly one year, almost exactly one year from now. So we just finished Miss Marvel and saw captain marvel and now we have to wait a year to see what the fuck just happened from that moment which is fine i didn't expect anything less echo 2023 which we've got lots of confirmed players in you've got first like they they filmed kingpin they have filmed pretty much all of the defenders 
Jessica Jones, all these people are Except. showing up in Echo. I, Finn, I have heard nothing about um, what's his name, but yeah. uh, most of them are showing up in he's this show. He's not coming back. I mean, he's confirmed to not be coming back. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So, so but and all the okay. confirmed people that were coming back are. This is where they're coming back first, uh, and then uh, late 2023 is X Men 97, and then a bunch of undated stuff, which we'll get into much later. That's the show X Men 97. Yeah, they're picking up exactly where it left off. Pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Um, All the original, like most of the original voice actors, I can't say all of them are confirmed, but I I heard a recording of Wolverine. Still got it, so I'm I'm cool. 30 years. Would have been nice if it was Steve Blum, but I'm okay that it's this guy, that the original guy. So um, stay tuned. Anyone watching live? is going to be able to catch us play Stardew Valley uh, in a little bit here. I think uh, George is going to load up, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Uh, I mean, are, are you not? Yeah, I'm going to play. Okay. Let's go. So we're going to do he that. sounds so excited. If you, are, if you are not watching us live and you're catching us on our Sunday uh, YouTube channel, uh, feel free to check out GJC327. You can see all three of us here, uh, 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 including my wife, playing stardew valley on our farm and it's a super exciting time because uh me and her this is our first well not our first but our early introduction to the game so it's it's gonna it's it's fun to watch us all this is the first game that at least the three of us have played together since like one of the borderlands games so you know one of the early ones so maybe heroes no not even you guys played that after me anyway um Check it out, GJC327. Obviously, this is where you're watching us now, but if you're catching it on the Modern Nerd YouTube channel, which you should all definitely check out, um, make sure you like, subscribe to all of the things. You can see all of our uh, socials now, so I don't have to read from the list. You can catch us all right there all the time. Dan might even post once in a while. It's it's just like Christmas whenever he posts. It's fantastic. You're like... Dan did something. It's cool. And then you're like, oh, all right, cool. It's just the thing. Um, so <laughs> every week, um, uh, check us out. Uh, watch our old stuff. We've got a lot of great episodes in the past. Um, there's, you can catch us on audio if you don't want to. Look at that right there. The Modern Nerd Spotify. If you just want to walk around, if you're in your car, you're going for a run, you want to hear our soothing voices talk about Marvel things, please give us a like and That's follow so and subscribe. <laughs> so soothing i don't know what you're talking about um other than that we have been the modern nerd and thank you for watching